In this episode of Gnostic Deluge, we're talking about the principle of polarity from the Kabbalion. We talk about how everything has its opposite, and also how these opposites may not be much different from each other. Enjoy! Hey, Brandon, what's up? <laughs> we'll just start from there. But um, here we are again. Yeah, welcome. Gnostic Deluge. Still in the, still working on the uh, Kybalian. Yeah, by the three initiates. Just uh, so the Kybalian. Anyway, and so if you're just tuning in the first time, that is the text we're going from. And uh, today... We're doing the. Uh, we're doing the principle. It's uh, chapter ten in the Kabbalion. It's the, the fourth principle, principle. It's the fourth principle. I was just looking <laughs> of polarity. Yep. Which so, is interesting because it seems like we've been already talking about polarity, but yeah, well, but yeah. not specifically. Well, yeah, that is the thing. I, at first, I was kind of like, well, they're all the same thing, but then I'm like, well, there's enough difference that the more they go down, you know, you're like, oh wait, these there's there a tweak just you know of each of each concept yeah and just because there's so many just because the the principle of correspondence is actively continually making them all seem like the same thing yeah it's all correspondence's fault that all corresponds yeah the principle correspondence just jacks everything up hey i got a special treat for you brandon here get those little coaster things Oh, you got new coasters or old, yeah. new, old new coasters, like coasters that you. Never mind, you've changed your coasters. Well, oh, no, yeah. we were using these originally. Oh, okay. So we got premium butterscotch wow. beer for all ages, magic food and drinks for magical food and drinks. This Ooh. is cool. Oh shoot! This Approved. actually has a. Approved by the Ministry of Magical Foods and Drinks. <laughs> I didn't know it was a magic food, but hopefully it, you know, so this is butterscotch beer. So it, there you go. Yeah. Let's see. First sip. Oh, yeah. Butter, that is uh, butterscotchy. Yep. I like that. That's good. And so this one. Yes. I wonder why it's magical. It has a broomsticks on it, too. The Ministry of Magical Foods and Drinks. Maybe this is like the Elixir Vitae or whatever. Yeah. Like, I feel myself getting younger. Have you showed it yet? If you're if you're listening, then I'm just showing the bottle right now. But it's uh, pretty cool. It's like a... Uh, they're playing, whoever is the manufacturer of this... Yeah, they don't even have... It's got broomsticks on it and stuff. Yeah, they're kind of playing with the whole, like, magical... Like, it's a magical elixir of some kind. Anyway, yeah, I got this at, actually, Cracker Barrel. Is that where you got it from? Mm-hmm. And that's the front store then, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, we were looking at all the different stuff. There was another one we tried. It was a... That's good. Root beer, a caramel root beer. Mm. And it was okay. This is way better. This is like... So... I've tried something like this before. I can't remember. It wasn't the same thing. But yeah, it's, that's really good. Butterscotch beer. From what I remember, this is better than the one I had before. So, good find. Primo. 
unfortunately, if you go out of that Cracker Barrel, I don't know if it is it too. I mean, go to your local soda shop. You know, like a place that oh, specialty soda place. I'm sure yeah. they they'd have it there. Yeah, yeah. Because there's there's one in. I know there's a place over in Gilbert that sells a bunch of different sodas and stuff. Years ago, I wonder if Bevmo would sell weird sodas. You know, like the or Total Wine. They have a soda section, but I, don't... I bet you they would have some Primos. They're not just gonna have Coke and Pepsi. No, no, they have some other things. But They'd I mean... at least have some RC. RC? <laughs> Royal Crown, man. Yeah. Cherry RC. Do they still make Cherry RC? Somebody does. That's good. I, can't, I remember that was my favorite uh, non-Mountain Dew when I was younger. Cherry RC. Cherry RC. Back when I could drink actual sugar things. This, oh, is, a, this was... is all sugar. This is natural. Well, this has, I saw Stevia on there. It does? Yeah. Also, it has cane sugar and Stevia. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I've never understood the reasoning for that. Oh, well. Yeah, because it's 180 calories. I guess it cuts down on the calories mm. some. Because if you look at a regular soda, it's like 240 calories of this size. Yeah, definitely. yeah. So anyway, okay, enough about. Wow, that was a so here. Welcome to the welcome to the Gnostic Deluge. That was our that was our uh, improv start on this uh, butterscotch. Beer. A complete surprise. Yeah, complete it's surprise. Good. Next, you know, what would be good is a uh, a grape cream soda. Oh, don't even. Doesn't that sound good? Yeah, why haven't why has somebody not done that yet? Yeah, there's orange cream, which is good. Yeah, orange cream is great. A grape cream, a good grape soda. Okay. Anyway, so these are opposite ends of the scale. Sure. Oh, I think there we're on. Just we're, we're, we're just over? like uh, balancing yeah, ourselves really. here. Oh, there we go. All right, so anyway, we're uh, we're talking polarity. So let me ask you a question, Mark. Do you have you have a bunch of notes on this one again? Yeah, good. Yeah, I got lots of notes. I I was up, I was up last night doing them. <laughs> Should I start with reading the uh, Kabbalian uh, aphorism? Yeah, everything is dual. Everything has poles. Everything has its pair of opposites. Like and unlike are the same. Opposites are identical in nature, but different in degree. Extremes meet. All truths are but half truths. All paradoxes may be reconciled. There you go. So yeah. everything is dual. There's opposites. I'm just doing the summary. Yeah. All manifested things have two sides, aspects, poles. And knowing this explains paradoxes. So, what I like which a, is interesting. What I think I like so far. This, this is my this is my like intro to the principle of polarity. Is it uh, for all so far all these uh, seven principles? This one is the only one that can compete with the the principle of correspondence. And and when it comes to once you see it, it's hard to unsee it. Yeah, because I was uh, like rhythm as and vibration. I was, as you I was can looking be aware at this, uh, really looking into it the uh, last night. I was like, oh wait, this is a lot more than I thought. Like there's, I was like, whoa, the actual things are the same. They're just yeah. moving. Anyway, we'll get into this. Yeah, this one was like, oh, this is actually pretty. And the, the, I was, I was, I think finally we're getting into the really good ones, the good principles. I mean, I think that, well, not that the other ones weren't, yeah, but I, I think they were setting the groundwork 
under of understanding and okay correspondence blah blah blah, blah you know and there was a lot of confusion but now we're getting into the meat or the the practical the beyond pra- meat the practicality Is of it, it the beyond meat beyond like the the alternative yeah. meat <laughs> that or impossible? if you prefer that impossible. impossible like yeah it's impossible to taste like meat <laughs> try being someone who doesn't eat meat it tastes real good but anyways yeah well i'm trying to cover both sides of the polarity you know there are those who eat meat those are those who are hungry and <laughs> I wasn't expecting that one. I was going to say, and they're the same thing. Well, okay. On the scale, it goes, okay, eat meat, not eat meat, right? And then there's all these things in between. Yeah, yeah. So you're going from either eating less meat, less, less, you know, it's all on the polarity scale. So, okay, let's get into this. Anyway, but that's, I wasn't, I'm not really meaning to knock People who don't. Yeah. Because it's not like, oh, I meet meat, so I'm like a real person or, you know, people are just, but people are like that. Mark, just so you know, Mark is totally joking. He's not, he is not like downplaying people that do not eat meat. Hey, we have a lot of listeners, Mark, that are vegetarians. (laughs) I bet you we do. Anyway. I know of at least one. Is it you? Well, I don't know. I wouldn't count myself, my wife. Oh, your wife. Well, and yeah. thanks, Ann. Love you. Okay. Shout out to the wife. I'm not even going to acknowledge mine. She's <laughs> behind on episodes right now, so. Oh, so was nah. Anyway, so okay. So what do you got? Um. Well, the so it explains paradoxes. Okay, Hermetics teaches that things that seem diametrically opposed are merely different in degree this is important this is what we were just talking mm-hmm. about um pair and then there's a little thing yeah start by this this must be important yeah pairs of opposites may be reconciled by recognition of the principle of polarity so how does that work so what do they mean that they're diametrically opposed things that seem like they're like maybe we should give an example uh, they they use the example of spirit versus matter. Okay. Would you know? I mean, you think matter's like the solid thing, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, and then but then we we all think spirit's a different thing. If you're into this kind of hermetic stuff, like spirit, yeah. is something beyond matter. It's like the beyond beyond meat thing. Yeah. But, but it's really the same. But I'm it's saying, really the same. but people are like, it's different. It's not spirit is not matter, you know, and then you get caught up in the whole thing that matter is actually, you know, pe- like a bad thing, you know, get the human condition. It causes us to sure. be bad and everything. That's why eventually you move into the spirit realm and are able to be perfected because you don't have these things, but that's not at least my brand of hermetics where you're, you know, that it's that matter is inherently yeah, that does explain the that that does give a that is a good reason for an earlier chapter on that on the whole planes of correspondence though mm-hmm. to help to help uh, visualize or to define the fact that everything is really just like a metric on a scale. Yeah, you know. Well, so they they say the difference between 
matter and spirit, you know, solid matter and spirit is vibration. Vibration. Good vibrations. Oh yeah. Um so that's that's really the only it's more of a pure I guess vibration or whatever. I I, I obviously don't know this it's science if you want to use that word behind it but it's a different vibration man yeah so. yeah well it's a, it's it's kind of similar to the way that i can interpret it is it's as similar as a like a water and a gas you know like they're this they're the same thing mm-hmm. right but a gas can do more yeah move more and it's, anyway it's just in a different form yeah yeah so so that's inter- I mean that's just an interesting thing right off the top that they're they're saying in this is that there's not a difference really that they're the same thing on opposite sides of the pole which is pretty a pretty big thing because like old Greek um, thought especially Socrates and stuff was that um, you know the body was and and Christian that the body is the evil thing, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, Na- the natural man. And it's not, it's just changing the vibration. Or it might not be. So should that's a that's a good example of the principle of polarity. Yeah. There's 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 easier examples though, right? Yeah, that we deal with every day. Well, I mean just another example the infinite mind versus finite mind, you know, are different the same okay you know but you're like dude this and then our dumb you know minds even small even lower creatures and stuff have that you're right finite so and these are these are things that you're like they're just different but they're not they're all on the same pole mm-hmm. okay so so use some of these examples that well i think the, the easiest ones are like your your uh temperature yeah hot and hot and, and cold. cold yeah and maybe light like light and light, light and dark, light and dark, light and no light. Yeah. Know? Well, see the thing, the problem with light and no light, for me as an example, is that if you let light, light just destroys the darkness, just disappears mm-hmm. in light. I guess you can invent, but once light so the, is let in, it just doesn't seem any light is let in. It darkness is gone. So maybe the better way to interpret that is it's not actually. The the pole or the vibration, right? The polarity isn't between light and no light. It's really about distance from the light. Or the amount of light. Oh, that could be. Yeah. You know. Or the amount of light that's the further in. you are from the light source, the darker it is. Yeah. That might be too, digging too deeply. Anyway, it, yeah. Let, well, let's go with heat and cold then. Yeah, hot and cold is a great I mean, one. I think we've used this a couple times, but it's always a good one. Yeah, it's really the same. It's the same thing as temperature. And I, the way that I was, I was explaining to my kids though is one of the one of the I can't. interesting things about hot and cold is it's really like it's really we have these definitions of what hot and cold is, but that's because of see if I was to ask what would be cold to me versus what a polar bear would call cold are completely different things. Yeah, you know. Yeah, he's got that thick hide. Yeah, and polar bear. He's like swimming in the freaking. Yeah, exactly. He's floating on a an ice piece of ice, swimming in the thing, and he's just like, "That's my life." Exactly. So there is a there is a certain amount of eye of the beholderness in 
polarity as well mm -hmm. is that vibration that you're that one would define as a hot or cold for example it's really obviously there is a there is extreme cold and there's extreme heat but what what's in the middle the balance Very, is like, just like yeah, it's yeah yeah it's comfortable yeah what they say where does it hot become I, cold yeah the thermometer measures the lowest cold highest like you're saying the extremes but many temperatures are between and there comes a point yeah, to when where you, we're also you got extremes and then you're like, do, 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 okay oh yeah oh i need a jacket i need you know oh i'm gonna put on a sweater you kind of go and then all of a sudden and then and then the you come in the other way you know you're naked and then you're putting on shorts or whatever and then you're slowly as it's getting cooling temperature down you're putting on more clothes and then this guy's taking off clothes and <laughs> i don't yeah. know where this is going <laughs> No, but it, but there's a, a point where you can't even tell the difference between whether it's hot or cold in the middle. Yeah, exactly. So it's just an interesting little thing. So, so there. That's what that's describing is how our understanding of temperature is really relative. Yeah, yeah. No absolute standard. No place on the thermometer where yeah. heat ceases and cold begins. Yeah, you can't put that. Like, but I've said many times. It's around 75 degrees that the heat begins for me, you know? Anyway, <laughs> I, got, I, I do you. have a temperature now. Yeah. No, my house is at 75. Usually. Shoot, here though, whenever anything below 90 is good. Whenever it starts getting yeah, up, we're all whenever, when, it's, when it's 100. Yeah. Well, whenever it reaches 100 and above, I'm just like, okay. Yep, it's summer. And then all of a sudden it reaches up to where it's been this week. Ooh. Yeah. When I, I go when I go on my hikes, I get the, the readout or I get the readout of my, my watch tracks at all. Yeah. And I remember I'll I'll have these points when I'm on the east side of the mountain and the temperature will rise like one degree, two degrees. And it burns. Oh that that one to two degrees just you can totally feel it. Yeah. But anyway, um, so it does okay. give the example of light and darkness as our poles are the same thing later on. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's where I, I really like the cold and heat temperature one. For one of the things that I thought was pretty interesting is that in the this also gives an example of the music skill, starting yeah. with C and ending at C. Yeah, it goes it goes all the way up, and then also it's the same note, just higher. Yeah, so it's like a different plane almost, like a different yeah. level. Yeah, ooh, that's a good, yeah, that's actually, I think we might have talked about that kind of, but not, you know, about the music the... scale, but not going up and all of a sudden another plane. That would actually, that's that, a good, that's a good explanation for yeah, the planes, for planes Yeah, like you're like, it's the same, you're, you're, you're the same note, but it's higher. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why he didn't reference that in planes, of course. Yeah, what the heck, we're going to, we're going to rewrite this book. Yeah. But anyway, what I, about I, good and bad. You have, you have anything else well, you want to wait on that? Yeah, uh, yeah, I gotta. Okay, but let's let's. Uh, I like this thing about movement on a ball, like okay, on say the world and the that the world is oh, a yeah. sphere. Yeah, you know, so if, if it is, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. It's funny, but uh, so okay, you're you're on this sphere. 
walking and you're going you start at a point going west let's say you can walk all the way around the, the mm-hmm. world also next thing you know coming back to the same point you're coming east to the point you started walking west yeah where does that so uh... suddenly you're at, at some point mm-hmm. you're going from walk even though you're moving the same way you're suddenly coming east and that's a, the, which is weird. That's a different, like that's different. It's like one of those mind tricks, like yeah. This whole, I actually thought about that, and I wasn't. I don't. I. I have. I'm still thinking about it, so I'm not ready to go on it. Go talk about it further. But I think when you, I think when we when you look at things on a on a pole, you have like this extreme here. You have an ex, you have two extremes, right? Yeah, I guess this. But is if probably if the, the pole was actually like a ring, yeah, you know. Then there would be this like other yeah where it becomes the same thing yeah or it's the it's not opposite well but I think it's it still shows the same concept I think one of the one of the descriptions given in a previous chapter was the wheel turning and when it's not moving at all you can see that it's just not moving at all and it looks like it looks like it's not moving not moving but then you move it and then you can see the wheel turning. But when you get the wheel turning super fast, then it, it it returns to a state when it looks like it's not moving at all. Yeah. You know? And so it kind of goes in this, like, non... And this is a non-cyclical way of or looking again. at it, but, but it returns back to where it's at. Dang, man. You just you destroyed my... The analogy. Did I? Well, by... No, not, not destroyed it, but, but it is different. I mean the you know the walking on a sphere as opposed to poles. It is different. But okay, how about this? Oh, did you make Let's that analogy? Up your, did you make that analogy? Up no, 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 no. Oh, okay. This is theirs. Okay. So that you just destroyed the three initiates' credibility. Huh? <laughs> They're crying. Like but uh, figured it out. But okay, speaking of poles, okay, how about this then? You got the North Pole. You got the South Pole. So you walk up to the North Pole. <laughs> right Mm -hmm. and then you keep going in the same direction so you're going north and then also you keep going the same direction suddenly at one point you're headed south eventually that one's different it says pole in it that's why yeah dang it well okay we're we're looking at this anyway but i I thought that was a cool that's a oh what the heck that one's bolting at the bottom so one of the rules that i tell my kids right now is if you think if you think you found a hole in it just think a little deeper and you'll realize you probably didn't you can dig a hole all the way to china think about that if you dig it straight down through the earth you'd end up in china i remember hearing i remember as a child (laughs) digging in my backyard hoping to find uh china you have to dig pretty far i got like a couple feet down you know the crazy thing is they don't even know if the earth is like if it's a solid core, a liquid core, still. I mean, what's even more weird? Can I tell you what's even more weird? What? We actually live on Earth, and they have. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, that's, that's whoa, all. That's all dude, I wanted to say. Deep. No, we live on it. Earth. We live here on Earth, and we and we draw out diagrams of the internal parts of the Earth that we've never been to. Right. But we actually don't really know what it is. Yes. Yeah, Right? Yeah. 
but we live here, so we kind of that makes a little bit of sense. We do the same thing for the moon. Yeah, like we know less about the moon. Yeah, we possibly and we been still there have once. like a yeah we or possibly have been a there a couple times. times, and we but we still have the audacity to draw diagrams of things that like in well like, it's all speculation yeah, well, yeah. yeah it's interesting I'm just it goes back here's here's the quote of the day from that book I um the funic funiculi mystery or something yeah Yeah, we slaughtered it just now but how can you know anything of life and the universe around you when you know nothing of your true self think about that where you people you the the world is so busy studying all these things Mm -hmm. and how far have they gone on real psychology or psychiatry you know yeah on really knowing yourself like people think that you know their political movements and everything are going to change everything but nobody's well we're not concentrating on on the self we're we're look people want to make the big moves without making the important small moves anyway what's unfortunate about that is and this is another you know this is another hermetic quote here but when you know when studying the the monad you can understand the archangel mm-hmm. like we can probably take a shortcut, and if we did spend the time to understand ourself, then we probably would, once we did that, we'd, we'd also understand probably everything else, too. Yeah. That's deep, true. Deep. So, we'll work on that. Yeah. I'm, I'm we'll gonna, work I'm on I'm going to work on that when I get You know home. what? I can always point, oh, these people are doing it, but it's always me. You know, I'm like, actually... Um, yeah. You know, that's where am I on that? What's that overly used statement about you? Where you're pointing, like you point? like if you're, you're one finger pointing to somebody, you got three fingers pointing right back at you, and I'm like, well, I just use my whole hand when I point at somebody. Yeah, I'm just like just do this. <laughs> Put the whole hand forward. Okay. So anyway, but but anyway, so uh, the point there was the poles that sometimes they can change and. Sometimes things can change into the other things. Yeah. You know, unknowingly. So let's go with good and bad that you're. Yeah. So good and bad. I'm just going to read this. Are not absolute. Good and bad are not absolute. We call one end of the scale good and the other bad. Mm hmm. Or one end good and the other evil. Yeah. So, that's an overly used term right there, too, evil. But that's my opinion. Well, we we can go with bad then. Instead of evil. Well, no, I'm not. I'm just saying it's in our culture, it's overly used. Yeah. It's, I don't, oh, yeah. No, it's it's thrown out like, he, this person's evil, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. People do. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. according to the use of the terms, a thing is less good than the thing higher in the scale. But that less good thing, in turn, is more good than the thing next below it, and so on. Okay. So, here's how I got it written out. I got a little... Made a little did you could you just did you define it or did you describe it better than the three initiates did? Um, I took it to the next level. Let's okay, just say. good. Like the next level. No, but yeah, like pure good. Scale. Like the next level C's. Yeah, on the music scale. Yeah. Okay. They had it. They had it a low C. I took it up to a middle C. Okay, cool. So, but you got the pure good. Think about what you think is pure good. Whatever, whatever image that conjures up in your head, and then you got the. Well, uh, in this case, I'm going to say pure evil. Mm-hmm. 
or pure bad. Yeah, got it. Like whatever. Imagine that. Now, there in between all that is more good or going down is just less good. Mm-hmm. See, so you instead of using the term evil, yeah, or bad, use less good instead of let. You can say less good because that's all it. It's all. What what this is where I got to the point where I was like, oh, okay, this isn't these aren't actual opposites. It's just like say you have the good, mm-hmm. and then you know, in to move down the scale, you less and less and less good. Yeah, instead of like a, a complete opposite, so it's all good, but just less good. Yeah, exactly. If you're in a dimly lit room, there's still light there. Like you can still see. Oh, there's in not, a dimly lit yeah, room. In a dimly yeah. lit room. Okay, still, I was like, wait, if it's a black room, there's still light. Yeah, you're not. There's no absence of it. You're. It's still there, mm-hmm. but it, it could be better. Light, more light, less light. Yeah, yeah. Until there's so little light that you can't see anything. So, so bad is just less good and is not different. It is just lower on the good scale. I thought that was a really. Whenever I don't know. I mean, it's probably something that the they said in the book that made that trigger. Because mm-hmm. I was like, whoa. I was like, oh, okay, that's a whole different way of looking at it. It's all the same scale of whatever the thing is, love and hate or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just less love. Yeah. Or if you take the hate side, it's less hate, you know, to get to to get to love. You know, so you could take it either way, but it's all the same scale. So it doesn't. Like suddenly these opposites aren't opposites at all. This is where the reconciliation, the paradox, the yeah, you're right. The so really what we have here is when when you think about it like this, there's, for example, let me just say it like this: when it comes to it. light, you actually said this already yourself. When it comes I mean, to you light, can quote me. I'll quote you, Mark. When I was given the example of light and dark, yeah, as polarity. Yeah, you were kind of like, well, but it's you were kind of like almost like saying, well, it's not really the same thing. I was poo pooing you. Yeah, you, you could were say, <laughs> and but the, but you were right, and the reason why is because it's actually only just light. Yeah, right. Or only just darkness. there's no such thing as darkness. Just absence of light. Yeah. Or darkness is not a thing, but light is a thing, right? And so we call darkness wherever we just don't have as much light. Yeah. Same thing with hot and cold. Well, yeah, and we'll you, be in a dark. A we'll be in a dark room when there is still light, and we'll call it dark. Even. Correct. Correct. Exactly. Like you were saying. Yeah. Uh, to quote you. And hot and cold. Cold's not a thing. You can't like make you. You know what I'm saying? Cold's not a thing. It's heat and energy and heat is a thing. Cold is just the absence of, yeah. or the slower vibration. Okay, now we're, you know what I'm saying? We're, we're re-saying it, but in a better way. Yeah, than so what we already. Cold is not anything, anything at all. There's no, there's no like, hey, can you? We have, mach- we have technology that can make things cold by using chemicals. But like, you can't like turn on a cold switch without like turning on a machine. But with fire or energy at the very base, energy just create friction and energy creates heat yeah i wonder uh, if there's a absolute heat because there's you know supposedly absolute zero you know where it's just the total app yeah 
absence of any vibration. Well, but that could never happen, actually. It's theoretical, probably. According to, yeah. And so, I'll just take that. Anyway, okay, I'll, I'll, to, I won't get lost. In, now, okay. I'll take this to uh, good and evil. There is no such thing as evil. There's good. How dare you? There's, there is good. Like, there is increasing. You know who'd say that? An evil person. I've been tricked. No, this isn't the, there's no, you didn't say there's no such thing as the devil. <laughs> this isn't like the world's, oh, this trick in the book. So like in the, in this, so this is the Kabbalion, but let's take this to where the, one of the sources that apparently the Kabbalion apparently comes from. In the Pomandries, right? In the, her, in the Hermetic, Corpus Hermeticum, there's this, there's a story, the Big Bang story or the creation story, where there's like this very, there's like this dark, Natural nature matter, yeah, right. What is the word? It's a, a a watery, dark watery substance, right? Just basic moist, 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 nature. moist is right. Yeah, moist nature, right? But it's dark. Yeah, and that's like the natural. That's like that represents like the very dis- absolute most natural form. Like there's no there's no light there, but then light bursts out and and creates from there. Yeah. The energies right. starts forming it. Takes so the natural. Not, really, there's not. An, there's not like an. There evil is a is not really a thing. Now you can say, what about the things that people do? Like, well, they're not doing good. Yeah, but... it's the absence of good. Yeah. Anyway, so well, you know what, Brandon? Next time you kill somebody, <laughs> you can use this logic and whatever. No. This is you're going down a dangerous road, Brandon. Brandon, you're going to become a serial killer. I've got a feeling, and just say, and your defense is going to be, it's all good, man. It all started that day that he started talking about how there's no such thing <laughs> as evil. What if you have? I go to your house like one day, and all of a sudden I, you know, go to get something out of the freezer, and then there's like a body parts in there. I'm like, mm. and you're like, hey, That'd we be- talked about this, didn't we, Mark? Yeah, you would close, I've got it on video. You would, clo- you would grab a soda and close the fridge. Brandon, we got to talk. Brandon, we got to talk. I need these sodas colder. <laughs> You're out of goslings. You had no goslings here. <laughs> anyway, but okay. <clears throat> well, so let's go on to another thing. Okay. Uh, example that they use, Is love real- and hate. Oh, yeah. See, they seem opposed, but they're... Really different degrees on the same pole. So, and they I said, would, and okay. I would say that hate doesn't exist, according to what I was telling you earlier. Tell that to Adolf Hitler, Brandon. He just had an absence of love. He was all about him. It wasn't. It's all about himself. All about what his goal was. His agenda. That's there true. wasn't any love. He just had a lack of love in his heart, or he had an excess of love for something. For his that blood. wasn't yeah exactly yeah well anyway so there's uh this uh the, it said it said that there is no such thing as absolute love or absolute hate which is like what you know because people always mm-hmm. like yeah. god's absolute love you yeah know, it's very it's very uh common today to talk okay about i wanted to talk about this because there's this myth of unconditional love mm, okay and that a woman has for their chi- for their child. Okay. Okay. So you know, I mean, I'm sure people have heard people say, 
I've never felt such unconditional love oh, yeah, for I believe, my child. Even even guys probably say it, I, I guess. I say it all the time. You do? No. Oh, I was going to say. Well, so my, my, my thing is, is that uh, they call it unconditional love. You know, this on like there's no conditions to mm-hmm. this love okay and it my thing is is that what are the conditions for the unconditional love okay now what uh, let me walk you through this. <laughs> is that the obviously the unconditional love didn't exist before the child was born right yeah. So the biggest yeah. condition is that it's a lo- the love for a, that child. That's the condition is it has to be that child. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It doesn't, it. that, that love, that unconditional love doesn't transfer to every single child in the world. So there's a condition for the child. Yeah. That's the yeah. biggest condition is it's the child. So it's not unconditional love. It's love centered upon that child because, you know, you can, see things happen you know another let's just say kid dirty and stuff if it was if it was that child you you go clean them up or whatever if it's another one you can separate they can separate themselves from it do you understand what i'm saying i believe so i never thought about that way but yeah you're right but so there's conditions on unconditional love that's what i thought was interesting yeah that's sick (laughs) condition so don't use unconditional love just say deep love or whatever, you know. Yeah, I have unconditional, unconditional. I have conditional love. I have conditional, unconditional love. Yeah. <laughs> the, I have unconditional love, but there's conditions. That's a weird word, conditions. Anyway, and I, I thought this is interesting because in fairy tales, there's archetypes that are, are used. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest archetypes is the wicked stepmother. Yeah, okay, that's common. One of the the reason and why would they this is going along with unconditional love is because that wicked stepmother does not have cannot have unconditional love for a child that's not her own. I mean, you know, that kind of or that same kind of love. Like there's the stepsisters mm-hmm. that she's treating like princesses and that she's making Cinderella do all the work, you know. Anyway, it's just an interesting archetype that you'll see that is taught through in fairy tales, Cinderella, Snow White, Hansel and Gretel. Those different ones. You're right. So that's just a little aside that I thought about. Yeah. I was like, so be careful if you're, you know, not be careful, but I just thought that was an interesting aside. So, know your conditions. Yeah. Before you know unconditionally that your love. unconditional love is conditioned. Otherwise. Yeah. So, and then, uh, but so let's go going along with love and hate though. Mm-hmm. There's very, like, there's varying degrees of, of the, you know, the extreme love or hate, but they, you know, the in-betweens become like, like, and dislike, yeah, you know, these smaller there's things. There's kinder words that be, are, are developed. Yeah. Yeah, in between, and then it can become so subtle that again, like hot and cold, where you don't even it's like yeah, I'm, just sing, uh, well, it's I'm just impartial, like yeah, I just... yeah. Anyway, so um, 
And, um, oh, where was that thing? So the pairs of opposites exist everywhere. Um, but this fact enables hermetists to transmute one mental state into another by polarization. So this is how the, okay, so we've, we've talked about these, po the poles and, you know, mm -hmm. so the hermetists, uh, according to this, actually use it to be able to change their place in the pole, I guess. Yeah. And I was talking, I was talking to someone about this uh, last week. Like hermetists are pole dancers. Ooh, yeah. If you think about it. Pole dancers. I'm thinking. Okay. You're like, oh, I thought about it. <laughs> yeah, I've actually explained this to someone. That's, I, I talked about this concept with someone last week and about like... I'm interested to hear how you explain this. Well, because the, the reason why... Cause that's what they actually said too. When what? I was explaining polarity. I was oh, explaining, they said, I'm like, interested well, so how to do see. You, yeah, like, so how do what? you just change your... You know, yeah. how do hermetic hermeticists use yeah. the principle of polarity? Well, Brandon, teach. Okay, so the thing is, is like one of the mistakes that we make is when you don't, when you live life and everything's magical, right? One of the things that these hermetic principles do is they they kind of they disenchant. You know, they they help you see principles and 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 to see them in action, and they allow you to to understand what's happening behind the scenes or why things happen. But when you don't have like a when you don't have like this uh, system or a setting to explain these things and everything just like because God said so or because you know what I'm saying yeah everything's magical then people just live magical lives yeah yeah okay so, so yeah. let's say there's someone who has a problem with uh they have someone they're there they have something about them they don't they don't like and they want to fix it right let's let's just say they have a um. All right. Let's say they have a weight problem. That's a common thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Someone wants to fix. They they're not happy about their weight problem, and so they want to fix it. Change their vibration, man. Yeah, but that's something that. So everybody says like, "Oh, so you're gonna lose weight? Yeah, yeah. So what are you gonna do? I'm gonna go on a diet." You know, no one actually. We're not really focusing on changing the vibration. We're, we're, we had these magical spells that we use. Like, yeah, if I follow the rules on this diet, then I'll be losing weight over time. Yeah. Right? But really, the rule, the, the principle of polarity is, is you have to, you're going to have a vibration on that pole. And so the hermetic, the hermetic will look at it and say, if I want to change that vibration, I just can't just cease to be fat. I need to change that vibration to something else. You can't just mm. erase a vibration. Oh, okay. The oh, way you okay. change is by moving it. Yeah, you can't. And so uh, the way that our culture does a lot of things is when, like, hey, do you got anger problems? Yeah. Well, let's just cease to be angry. Oh, got it. I fixed it just now. I'm not angry anymore. That doesn't work. That never happens. You have to change your vibration. And so, and it has to be something that it can reside on that same pole. And so you have to ch replace anger with what's what is on the same pole as anger. Kindness. I don't know. That's you know what I'm saying. That's what I'm but, trying to think. But, it's difficult, but you know what I'm saying. Like you can't, you can't. If you're going to change the temperature in a room, 
because everybody's uncomfortable and it's too hot, you have the only way you're going to fix it is by making it cold, right? Not by like just ceasing it to be hot. Well, we're just going to stop the hot button. Okay, it's not hot anymore. Everybody's comfortable now. We don't realize it, but we're actually changing our vibration. And so in life, when we have these problems and we want to change who we are, mm-hmm. we have to replace the things that we want to change with a vibration on the same pole. So you're saying an actual, but we can't just instead of just doing it. like 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 you were saying with the diet or whatever, following this, you actually have to. So let me let's go back to the diet the diet example. Okay, someone wants to lose weight. You can't just like, hey, I'm going to cease to be fat. They have to do something to change the vibration. And a lot of things that we do today that diets have us do don't actually change the vibration. Well, yeah, there's a lot. Actually, it's funny because there's a lot of things like you can snack and all this. Like, Yeah, we don't actually. You know, where you're actually snacking on these things and they're still not good for you, but they're less good. Less bad? Yeah, sure. <laughs> and so if you want to change your vibration, you bet. actually change it to something that where it should be and make an, make an effort at it rather than just like cross your fingers and hope that it will change if you do something, the, the very smallest subtle actions. Okay, so I got, here's, I wrote down how to do this. I don't know if you... My last example would be like if you're depressed. Yeah. You can't just like stop being depressed. Do something in your life that's going to bring you happiness. Like do yeah, something, do something that would literally that will actually change your vibration. Well, okay, this that that's a good okay. example because uh, first off, you can't transmute something into something that it, it is has not to on be the on pole. the same pole. Like, yeah. what did they use? Um, yeah, what's the example you can't, they have? change love into west or love into red correct or east or violet it has to be be on the pole yeah so um i i i have a thing uh what's the uh how do you transmute love into hate just add marriage oh Oh, (laughs) that's the fastest one i don't think that's funny that's not even funny. But anyway, so but you want to do parallel things. It's like courage to fear, hot to cold, soft to hard, dark, dull to sharp. So anyway, okay, so this is what you were talking about. How do we do it? Yeah, that's that one with the... Oh, no, it's not. Ooh, Dr. Pepper, lucky. But uh, this is what you were talking about. Yeah, I just, I just okay. did a crappy job. Think of, of changing polarity as sliding along... A scale, okay? Imagine that. Like, say you get the... The sliding makes... The sliding is good imagery. Yeah. Yeah, because it's you just can't moving just like on the same... You can't lift up and pole. go somewhere else. Yeah, it's like you're moving towards. Yeah. Like, say you've got anger and you want to be nicer. Oh, angry and nice. Those are the two. So, you're, you're, so you're far, you know, down the anger pole. Mm-hmm. And you, but you want to slide, start sliding up. So you start up to the, you know, more nice, not not necessarily less angry, 
Because you don't want to concentrate on the thing that you're correct. The problem you want to you want to move the, you want to move right towards direction. the. So I'm going to do things to be a little nicer, correct? Not less angry. You're right because that's one of the things you know is or to break the break the cycle of the anger not concentrate on being less angry yeah not the okay trying to be angry less uh, and by the way we are not angry. psychiatrists this is what the three initiates well you can talk about do if you need the, if you want to use this as a counseling session you can make that choice well let, I mean, i'm sure you. it'll be practical yeah but so the change is not from one thing to a completely different thing just a change in degree of the same thing toward you know um all right the hermetic axiom in the very back was really helpful oh. along the lines that's the thing I is that I read it. they actually have practical uh advice which is good you know because sometimes you're like well how do i apply this to my life so um okay well th this actually uses this principle is known to modern psychologists who apply it to the breaking up of undesirable habits by bidding their students to concentrate upon the opposite quality, right? Mm -hmm. Which we were just talking about. If you're possessed of fear, do not waste time trying to kill out fear. You're that's, not... Yeah, correct. Great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Okay, so the... You can't just erase it. You yeah. can't erase it. Yeah, you're like, I'm not going to be afraid anymore. I'm not going to be afraid anymore. <laughs> no, but you're the way to not be afraid anymore is to... Do things courage, courage, you know. Replace it with something that is. Yeah. yeah. Instead, cultivate the quality of courage and the fear will slowly disappear. Yeah, but why did I try and explain it? I could have just read this. Do the three initiates? Yeah, they, they know. They, three initiates? No. Here, go read the... Actually, well, if you want to read... Which one? Because I don't want to do all the reading. You to kill out... To... Yeah. Yeah. Do you see it? Yeah. Wherever it is. So if you're possessed out. of fear, do not waste time trying to kill out fear. But oh, no. instead, cultivate... What? Well, yeah, that's what I Instead, cultivate read. the quality of courage and fear will disappear. Okay, here. Oh, oh, I see it. To kill out a negative quality, concentrate upon the positive pole of the same quality. See, so this is, this is good advice because it's saying instead of your, you know, you can look at it as the negative part concentrate on the positive part the good part the thing that you're that's going to make improve your life you know yeah let's say with weight loss or whatever you're talking about exactly if that's something you feel would Which improve I think weight loss is a bad example because kind of there's a lots of reasons for weight loss yeah but for but weight, i'm saying but, yeah. but if if that's something that you think would be positive concentrate on the positive effects and the vibrations will gradually change from negative to positive until finally you'll become polarized on the positive pole instead of the negative. Okay, now skip down to the by changing. <laughs> Sorry. By changing your polarity, you may master your moods, change your mental states, Ooh, yeah. remake your dispos disposition, and build up character. Keep going. Much of the mental mastery of the advanced hermetics is due to the application of polarity, All which right. is one of the important aspects of mental transmutation. So, Remember the hermetic axiom, mind, as well as metals and elements, may be transmuted from state to state, degree to degree, condition to condition, pole to pole, vibration to vibration. So that's where it's like, oh, this is actually a pretty power, can be a powerful thing if you can understand it. Yeah. It's like, 
I like the way they explained it. Actually, it's a really yeah, they like, did it way better than me and me. Yeah, I was you humble know. of you, Mark. Well, all I'm doing is writing down the stuff they say. So, <laughs> but yeah, they're they're that that actually this is one of the kill out the negative quality by concentrating on the positive. The power of positive thinking. There's some book about it. Yeah. So, but thinking. it's like instead of because Norman you know what? Sometimes you get so depressed, you're just like, I can't do anything right, you know, or you know, yeah. And you concentrate on that, and guess what? You're just sink deeper and deeper into it. To get out of that, you need to get your mind in another place and lift be, your mind to a more lofty sphere. There, yeah. Just but all you're doing is sliding along the same hole. The reason why I think sliding the why it used the term slide in that definition the reason why I appreciated that is because sometimes we try and just like just lift up and move somewhere else. Yeah. And it's not practical. Okay. That actually that goes along with I the weight loss thing. I I know we're Yeah. That's just is that sometimes you're jumping way too hard into it. Mm-hmm. But guess what? You're gonna you're gonna get you might see results quickly and stuff. Yeah. You know, but then there's there's gonna come a point to where you're gonna burn out on it. You're like, I can't do this anymore. And I've the, done ma- that a and lot the of magic times. runs out diff- because you never truly understood why yeah, you were doing it or it's how. Like, oh, I had gains. Yeah. But if you're sliding slowly, instead of just extreme doing this extreme thing like like actually all those people on the show uh or a lot many of them not i'm not gonna say all of them on the those extreme weight loss challenges and stuff they end up gaining back after oh i bet you know it's because they eating through your lap band so if you cheat people eat through those things you know the people that have or even people that have the yeah you know because they haven't They've had surgery and stuff, but they yeah. figured out a way to. They didn't eat. change their vibration. Yeah, they're trying to have something on the outside. And this is, oh, by the them. way, this is not a knock on any of that, because uh, I don't. I'm not. I don't know. Sure. I'm, but just saying. It could be, but it could be a wake up call, you know, to somebody like, wait, okay, so this isn't everything I dreamed it was going to be, or whatever. You know, sometimes people end up disappointed because they haven't changed, moved, instead slowly moved up the scale to, and, but sometimes extreme works too. Sometimes There's it people works who, who do. Yeah. And then they stick with it. Yeah. It's about the, it's about the, it's about the change in vibration. Yeah. So. That was deep. That We are not weight loss consultants either. So what is it? We're not psychiatrists. We're not weight loss consultants. We're not uh, doctors. Doctors. Yeah, we're not definitely not doctors. Doctor so, Peppers. Dude, that's the only doctor I know. That's the only doctor I trust. You you had a joke last time about Doc Martens. Oh yeah, <laughs> and Doc Martens. True. I was, I was one of your jokes. That that's true. Yeah, because the the paradox. <laughs> 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 remember I was referring anyway, to the joke that you had I couldn't remember what the joke was you're like the one Doc Martens you know is like <laughs> but uh, so anyway I thought this one was really interesting and it's like the 
What does it say at the very end? Probably something profound. They always say something profound. Yeah, it's like, just get to the end. Like, we advise all students to familiarize themselves with this principle of polarity. For a correct understanding of the same will throw light on many difficult subjects. I love their little summaries at the end. And yeah. they will. Yeah. You know, see if this works. You know, see if you can get this to work in your life because this is the way the masters do it, man. Yeah. And I think that's a, it's like a part of life. Yeah. Everything that we has can talk opposites. about it forever. Health and sickness. But the point, the, the I think that's why, I think that even the length of this chapter in the Kabbalion was pretty short because that's all it needed to be. Like it was pretty, it, we understand this. Think about this though, okay. Just real quick. Hmm. The Garden of Eden. Yeah. The fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. What does that represent? That's the polarity. That's the dual nature, right? Mm -hmm. Good point, yeah. You have both ends, good and evil. That They particular the fruit, and then were cast into the world. That but is, they had that, that's a, that that's there a, was that duality. And that's a concept that was given in the Poemandries. And the, you know, like what's different about humans is of their ability to reason. Yeah. Yeah, that they can choose. Them. So the good tree of good, the tree of knowledge of good and evil was basically Adam and Eve becoming humans yeah the dual nature yeah and Deep, well man. i'm saying kind of along the lines of what you said earlier and then we'll just stop okay but that taking of the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil didn't bring evil into the world right yeah. okay i mean just follow me i'm, 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 not, I'm, I'm not right brandon i'm following like, <laughs> didn't bring <laughs> evil into the world didn't bring good into the world it gave them a choice to vibrate on either end of the pole. So their, their choices would bring good or evil into the world. There you go. Yeah. I don't know. No, I like this thought. You opened up a rabbit hole that we're not going to go down right now, <laughs> but that is a rabbit hole that we could go down. Dude. And by the way, it was freaking figs. The tree of knowledge, good and evil, is figs, man. Oh, and it's like a big bag of those Turkish figs. Oh, I've been meaning to buy those at Costco. Yeah, yeah, because I so love good. figs. They're so good, man. But I'm saying, like, okay, <laughs> no. Oh, anyway, I love figs. They're you, good. You've seen the big bag, then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there, there's like nothing in them. Yeah, they're just dried they're figs. Just Turkish figs. Dude, you should have brought some of those over. I almost did. Which, which weird. Because they were next to Dad. the they were next to the Virgils. Oof. All right, next time we'd have the pig the fig farts. <laughs> There's nothing worse than all that. So mm. on our on one of our first episodes, you 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 had fig we had fig newtons. Yeah, I can't remember which one it was. Well, I'm saying someone someone mentioned yeah. that to me recently about the fig newtons, and I had forgotten all about it. Yeah, because yeah. it was the fig with the bread. That which was oh. good, the food God made for them, yes. and they're like, "Oh man, this," you know. And there's some blood in there too. Yes, right. That he had prepared, and so it was basically a fig Newton. Anyway, okay, well, we're gonna get out of here, yeah. but just a little th something to think about. Yeah, some food for thought there. Food, get literal. It. We'll do rhythm next time. Yep. All right. Talk right. to you later. Bye. Think about. It.
Bye.